what is really prayer? Prayer doesn't have to be a religious practice. It can be just you expressing yourself. Could prayer be linked with meditation? What in what's meditation? Do you meditate? This week I wanted to talk about prayer. Do you pray? Do you add it as a, your daily practice, as a way to express whatever's in your heart, in your mind, or to find out what's going on? It is not a surprise to me that recently the New York Times released an article where they um, they're just uh, starting to write about how meditation is really effective. And it's not a surprise to me because I started to practice meditation years ago. And it's not just about, you know, the woo-woo part or, you know, what the hell are they doing or it just makes me sleep or whatever. It's the consistency of how you practice it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It can be your own thing. And you'll be amazed of the variety of meditations out there. There are all kinds of meditations. Um, when I was very stressed, fed up with the wires when I came back from work, I remember I used to use this meditation that involves me contracting every muscle, and they guide you through it, so you start contracting your muscles from your feet and you press it and contract it and then you go like that throughout all of the, your body even your face, you stretch your tongue, your jaw, everything and the eyes and since it involves my body it was very effective because I needed something strong than just listening to something, right? and even when I did that meditation I remember that I would feel that the blood in my body was starting to circulate faster and you know that circulation it makes it the blood activating the blood like that it's kind of healing because it's forcing you to it's a good feeling I don't know how to explain it but you have a purifying feeling and vitalizing feeling after it because I will feel the tingling going away and I will feel there's also meditations you know also Bikram yoga where you're in a hot room that's also considered kind of like a body meditation and um, meditation doesn't only have to be the usual one where you, you see people going mm. there's all kinds of meditations and you could find one that really works for you and the reason why meditation is so awesome is because it calms the amygdala, which is the center that regulates fear in our brain. And, you know, especially if you had a lot of experiences years ago or when you were a child, and um, the fear center is magnified, right? That's like when you suffer from anxiety too, you have fear for no reason. You just have this exacerbating fear. 
So a regular consistent practice of meditation will calm uh, the amygdala center that is to control fear. And this is a fact. This is, I like to talk about proven science facts. And the scanners, the MRIs started to show that people's that center that regulates fear started to shrink a little bit. Not shrink completely, but get smaller. And the center of reason, which is in the prefrontal cortex, is started to be more active. So that's awesome news, don't you think? Uh, so that's why I'm a big advocate that we should make our brain our friends. Because for years we have been probably battling with it, with thoughts, and, and we don't see it as something that we can work with. And it's a friend and our ally, and our brain is constantly changing. And I taught this in one of my recent webinars about brain plasticity. It's one of the biggest breakthroughs in the past 10 years where you don't have the same brain from when you were born. So meditation will be more of like receiving an answer, right? Then when you pray, you're usually asking, how do you pray? Are you, do, you, do you ask for things? Do you express your desires? Or do you only pray when you're like in pressing situations? And it doesn't have to be to God. It can be the universe. It could be anything. It doesn't have to have any specific belief. But do you pray only when you're in desperate situations? Or when you really, really need miracles in your life? Because uh, you do you wait until you're in a desperate position to be like, Please, please, I'll promise I'll never do this again. Get me out of this. Or, or what do you do? How do you pray? So, I was in this conversation, and it was amazing to realize that the ideal prayer should be gratitude. Do you practice gratitude in your daily life? Saying thank you. Usually we just focus too much on what we want, and we don't acknowledge what we have. And... I don't know, if you've seen my videos, you'll see that I'm a big advocate against righteousness. So prayer, for me, it will be something that you do privately and not for the righteousness image in front of people or anything like that. I Nobody else needs to know about my heart, you know, the truth. Also, when in our life we don't know what to do or we don't know what to do in certain situations so we can pray to ask for guidance to receive guidance and to and we can be receptive to it prayer is more of like asking questions and meditation is more of like receiving answers so that's how prayer and meditations are linked in my opinion and when you meditate regularly, you will have this clarity in your mind that new ideas will come up and you will be surprised and amazed of it also it's within you. But sometimes we get all these clouds in our thoughts because of we get fixing situations or thought ruminations. But when we meditate, we try to just try to be either on silence and we are just listening and another way 
meditation has worked amazingly for me is to embed new beliefs that work better for my life and to heal a lot of parts of me that were hurt when I was growing up. So every time that I'm triggered or I'm in a similar situation, I don't go immediately to my past experience and respond like I did before. But meditation helps me send new messages. I'm no longer in danger. I'm no longer being abused. I'm no longer, you know, I'm trying to send new messages to my brain so I'm safe now. I'm supported and I'm loved and I'm taken care of. I'm taking care of myself and I love and accept myself. And I send messages, new messages. And this, when you practice this new statement, these new beliefs, when you're meditating, you're actually embedding this onto your own consciousness. So if you're consistent with time, and and it will be automatic. It will start to you. You will stop going to where the fear came from, from a past experience, but you will start going to the new embedded beliefs you're sending. So that's why. Also, meditation is awesome to heal. You are not. You will start to notice that you're no longer operating in autopilot. You're not just accepting every thought that comes in, but you will start not receiving and accepting every automatic thought that comes to your brain. So meditation will help you be apart from your thoughts. You're not your thoughts, and you will not automatically internalize whatever thoughts they come. Because some are just automatic, some just come from past history, past fears, and you'll be able to operate and be more in control of your present from who you are today and not by who people try to shape you or events that happen to you or past bad experiences. I was reading this book that's awesome that I usually always recommend by uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, Mindfulness in Every Step. And the way Thich Nhat Hanh explains uh, how you have to take care of your mind is the analogy if as if your mind is your house so your windows when you leave your windows open all over your house the wind comes in and throws whatever and messes everything up right so the same way you have to treat your mind you have to be careful of what you let in your in your thoughts so he explained that you will close all the windows in your house. So that's why we have to be careful, too, of what TV we're watching. If we believe everything that's on TV, you know, it's programming. It's called programming for a reason. On what events we go with, with what people we go, and all of these things, we have to be mindful and careful what we're letting into our house, our temple. I love that analogy, and I hope it inspires you to be more careful on what you're going to let your ears hear, what you're going to let your eyes see, and what thoughts are you going to allow to come in your life. May you be starting practicing prayer and asking questions through meditation and get your answers. And may you also practice the beautiful prayer of gratitude. So this is Vanessa, your emotional intelligence mentor at bossofmyfeelings.com. And I want to invite you to get my free book guide that where I list my favorite top personal development books that I 
really found transformational and you can get your guide by texting 44222 and text in one word book guide and it will be sent automatically to you and also I created this amazing quiz that will give you a personalized result to match your answers according to whatever you answer and it's intended to help you find if something sabotaging your life without your awareness or it'll bring it more to your attention so you answer a couple of questions and you will get your result of, and also you're invited to join my private Facebook group and I posted it below and you will get your invitation and I'm um, constantly uploading free resources to build on our emotional intelligence also don't miss out on the free webinars um, they're only available by a limited time so you have to be subscribed so you get notified to when I'm going to be opening up for free so you can watch them. I like to just give a lot of value and a lot of content for people to learn and build their emotional intelligence. Register for free to these webinars at bossofmyfeelings.com and there's a tab on the free webinars. Remember. It's never too late to change the story of our lives. Care. Enough of this nonsense. Hmm.